solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen and people of all kind, to another episode of I was gonna do like our normal thing and then I forgot and I just winged it. I'm Molly. <laughs> and I'm Alex. <laughs> and this is Camel Watch. Camel Watch. Um, well, I was doing the Hamilton opening. There was a podcast hosted, Molly and Alex. Oh my heavens. I like myself. I should have done like a whole verse. You could do Alexandra Reeves. (laughs) You're missing like one syllable. Her name was Alexandra Reeves. No, it doesn't work. You, you, Reeves is just one syllable, like one syllable. It can't be. We're doing Hamilton assorting episode today. So we are, this is a two-parter, a two-parter. We're going to be, this episode, we are sorting the characters of Hamilton. And then next week, you, or next Part two of this Hamil, Ham, Potter, Hamilton, Hamil Watch will be um, us doing a little bit how we do Potter Watch Radio Hour, where we'll be like, basically like casting Harry Potter characters as Hamilton characters, but it's a little more complicated. It's like, who do we feel most embodies these characters? It's been a very roundabout, circular way to get there, but I think it'll be really funny and interesting. So be sure to check that one out. Yes, and we'll be kind of housing as we go. We didn't really think too much ahead of time, so we'll be figuring it out together. But let me tell you, um, I've been a Hamill fan for uh, quite some time. So I've been, I like, I feel like I don't even have to think about this. Like, <laughs> I feel like I've been prepping for this moment my whole life. <laughs> I've been living with these characters. I've been living with this sorting already been done. Also, the hashtag is officially hashtag ham for Potter Watch. Yeah, hashtag ham for pot. You heard it. You're first. <laughs> um, so let's start with the baseline. What house does the musical Hamilton live in? I think Hamilton the musical is a Slytherin-based universe because... I well it depends it depends because it does end in like oh that's interesting I usually I was gonna say sorry sorry. I just I wow that that one kind of threw me the reason I said that is because spoiler alert I think two of our uh central characters both have qualities of that house um so I usually think that like the more people that are in that house, maybe that it's what the vibes are. But I think the ending of like hope and like the themes of change and like, I don't know, maybe it's a Gryffindor based universe. Well, one, I think I'm gonna disagree with you on one of the characters. <laughs> and yeah, two- It's gonna be interesting because I, and two, I, I think that um, 
our our fifteenth uh, character, America, is very Gryffindor. Like, right, the America that they are building is a very Gryffindor feel. But I yeah. do think like the dynamics are very like Game of Thronesy, like Slytherin. But like I think maybe the setting is a Gryffindor setting. I guess. Right, right, right. right. And I yes, yes, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Like Sex in the City, like New York is its own character. Like America is a character. Yes, America is very Gryffindor, but I just feel like, especially like when you get into like Act Two, it's a lot of like backdoor deal, you know, sneaky, sneaky PDs. Yeah, I mean, um, I really. But then, like, I feel like Eliza tips the scale for me because she ends the show in such a like hopeful, like do the right thing, like in a way that like at the time of Hamilton, it was very, I feel like hopeful for people and hopeful for America. Like I think part of the reason Hamilton did so well when it was really, really popular, I'm speaking like the time when it won the Tony, this is of course um, pre-Trump as president. Like I feel like um, we had just passed like gay marriage. Like it was a very positive, time for America we were um we were still riding um the end of term of a black president like I felt like we had a lot of hope in America and I just feel like the end of the show really has that same hope um which makes me feel like that's almost like Hufflepuff but I don't think it can turn completely Hufflepuff so I think it leans Gryffindor like that like that fighting beyond fighting even though the battle might be lost you know that Gryffindor like like, tenacity and fighting for what's right or whatever yeah and I I feel like act one and act two are such different like shows really like they have very different stories that they are telling in those different acts and so it's hard to talk about it as a cohesive piece like when we were for our next episode on like casting it was really hard to think of like which character would be like this throughout act one and act two and I have a different cast for act one yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) they're different (laughs) yeah but yeah so let's start sorting do we start with um Mr. Ham himself yeah I feel like this is what we're gonna be contentious on this is so interesting but I'm ready to go to bat yeah let's um let's have a, a cabinet battle yeah da, 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 da. so I'm gonna take the position of Gryffindor for Mr. Hamilton I'm taking the position of Slytherin for Hamilton okay do you want me to start or do you want to start you start um so like I think Overall, he has mostly Gryffindor vibes, and especially like with Aaron Burr as his foil. Um, like the things that he dislikes about Aaron Burr are his Slytherin traits of like, you don't ever say what you mean, and you try and like hide in the shadows and like just try and appease everybody and like manipulate the system. Whereas I stand on my own words and I will fight for my words and like not not like be afraid of like who I am or what I believe in and like that doesn't feel like very Slytherin to me to be like so out loud about who he is and even like with the affair which like an affair is like 
in its nature like nefarious but like how he reacts afterward where he's like I'm going to be the first person to tell everybody this because I'm going to share like what really happened like feels like a very Gryffindor way of responding to it Um, and like the way he responds to Washington like I need to fight like this is my like I'm going to die for my country like no matter what you're not going to stop me like those are those are all screaming like Gryffindor to me and I think that you're going to make some really valid points for Slytherin but I think his Gryffindorness like outshines any other trait of his I guess I I I agree with you I think he has a lot of Gryffindor traits I actually think he's very close with both of them the reason I say he's a Slytherin is because I think what drives him and what drives the musical is his ambition because he's not out here like I'm gonna make America great for America he's out here like I want a legacy like I I want to make America great because I need to do something important as an immigrant I need to do it for me like he's all about his personal ambition like why do you write like you're running out of time is a very is a very like Slytherin thing because he's all motivated he's all he's just he's just completely being pulled forward by this impossible need to be better now I think if we were I know we don't like the sorting hat chats (laughs) but I think in the sorting hat chats it's much easier to sort Hamilton because I think he is a uh like his like outward like what he shows the world is certainly Gryffindor and like what and how he goes about it you know or like what drives him is Slytherin yeah um yeah I definitely think his actions are Gryffindor yeah he's definitely reactionary which is very Gryffindor but I think for me and the way that um and even I think the way he handles the whole Mariah Reynolds situation he doesn't like it's not that he has an affair I actually think it's like it can be very Gryffindor to have an affair yeah yeah that's I mean I don't think that's attributed to yeah like you do it without thinking you know that's something that any house is capable of right exactly but I think that he the reason he like does the whole money situation and then publishes the papers is is because he wants to save his career and doesn't care about Eliza's feelings mm-hmm. for it. So that for me is again, choosing like his ambition over what the right thing to do would have been, which would have been to like sort of fall down on his sword and then like talk privately about it to Eliza. But instead he was like, no, because she, even she says like, what bothers her the most is that he you know shared it with the whole world which again you're right like I think that could be a very like I am Iron Man um, moment but I think it's less of an I am Iron Man and more of a I weighed all of my options and this is the option that will get me will allow me to keep my job the best yeah like that self-preservation right yeah um for sure I think it's I think there are two things that like he values like I think you're right that he values like that legacy which feels very Slytherin but then 
I do think he like values this like um like loyalty like that's really important to him so like those are two like opposing I guess values in terms of houses I think think his Slytherins are loyal I wouldn't call Hamilton particularly loyal although he is loyal to like uh oh I think he's very loyal he literally has an affair but that's not who he's loyal to oh you mean loyal oh sorry who are you saying he's like to to? his country and to like Washington and stuff like to his to his job I guess yeah but he's yeah that's what I'm saying like he's loyal to his ambition because he's not even really loyal to his friends like he's not really loyal to Lafayette he's not really loyal to Eliza you know he he's very like self like he has blinders on and and of course Washington is a huge like you know father figure for him even though don't call me son which is is extremely Gryffindor yeah yeah (laughs) But yeah, um, I think assorting hat chats is good here, like outwardly yeah. or whatever the I forget how it's phrased, but like motivated Slytherin and then actionary or whatever. action Gryffindor, which I also think is very Lynn Manuel Miranda, who Lynn has is a huge Harry Potter fan and he identifies as a Slytherin and also thinks Hamilton is a Slytherin. And I can see both of those things happening, but he's such a little bubble, bubblehead Gryffindor in real life that I feel like his bubble is almost like a Hufflepuff, like his whole like good yeah, morning, good night thing. Yeah. So like I can definitely see like his inspiration, like how he yeah. um relates to Hamilton, I guess, as a person. Um all right, so we already, well, I already kind of mentioned what I thought Aaron Burr is. <laughs> <laughs> I think his is pretty obvious. I think Burr is a Slytherin. Yes. Uh, let me just input this little note. You changed parties to run against my father-in-law. I changed parties to seize the opportunity I saw. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Not I thought fun. we were friends. I don't see why that has to end. Burr. <laughs> I love and then it. all of and his love for Theodosia. It's so Slytherin. Like my daughter. Like I. This man will not make an orphan of my daughter. Yeah, he's just so slick and slimy, and like also he's like really intelligent and like an amazing solicitor uh and lawyer and just like I love it there's just no there's no and also all of his fangirls I think if one thing is true um uh, a cheeky little Slytherin asshole always brings out the fangirls and boy howdy are there a million Aaron Burr fans out there I'm an Aaron (laughs) Burr fan for sure it's also like the Leslie Odom Jr. of it all oh yeah first of all that man is freaking gorgeous and he has a voice like butter so I don't know but (laughs) he has some of the best songs in in the musical I think yeah I mean I don't want to keep bringing up Lynn because I'm a full Lynn addict but um but he did tweet while he was writing Hamilton he tweeted oh why have I given Burr all of the best songs 
<laughs> I loved and, it. I've seen that. Uh, and I'm like, well, I mean, it's probably no tea, no shade, because you know that you can't sing them and you really want to play Hamilton. But also, villain songs are always the best songs. Exactly. You know yeah, like, I don't even think it's so much that you can just do, like, such a good Judas. <sighs> oh, his songs are so good. Um, the next person on my list is Eliza. Eliza! And Peggy. <laughs> Peggy's, <laughs> last. Peggy's last on my list. Oh, Peg- Peg- Pegasus. Pegaroni and cheese. Um, uh, well, you are Eliza? I think. I think Eliza is a beautiful puff. Yeah, for sure. Like a gorgeous, like, just full-hearted puff that um, if we're gonna do sorting hat chats gets burned. Yeah. Becomes a, becomes a burned puff in the middle, but like she like finds- She has a Hufflepuff. Yeah, but she finds herself again. I mean, that final song, Who Lives, Who, who Dies, Who Tells a Story, it makes me sob every single time. And it always makes me think that I want a musical just about her because in her life because she even at the very end of the musical she's like I started I started an orphanage like I've saved hundreds of children like I get to see them growing up like I did it all for you like in your legacy you know like now they'll know your name and it's like Eliza but you did all of that stuff you did it I know it's such a tease to get all of that information at the end I'm like Wait, why is this all in one song at the very end? <laughs> I can't hundreds of children. I get to see them growing up. In their eyes, I see you, Alexander. Anyway, I love Eliza. She's one of my favorite musical theater characters of all times. Uh, her and her sister, Angelica, freaking adore them. They're great characters. Um, but I, I just think Eliza is more... Um, I just think she's like a gorgeous example of a Hufflepuff because she does have a backbone and she does stand up for herself, but she's also just so sweet and caring and loving. She should get with Cedric Diggory. (laughs) They would just be, have no issues, just completely like. That's what she deserves. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Um, But luckily she's got a big Gryffindor sister to protect her in Angelica. Yeah, Angelica's a hard one for me because part of me thinks Angelica has a lot of uh, Ravenclaw in her, but I ultimately came up with that she's like a Hermione Gryffindor. Like she can't. (laughs) Yeah. At the end of the day, I think she is a Gryffindor with like a lot of appreciation for the mind. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think again, like her actions speak louder than words um like when she comes back to protect Eliza I'm just like well right and for me it's a little bit of her illogical response right like she's been in love with him 
like sending him all of these like flirty letters and then she's like I choose my sister's happiness over mine like how dare you do that to her and me and how dare you like do all this stuff like I hate you and you're the worst and I am not on your side anymore and also like if you were gonna cheat why wasn't it with me (laughs) basically basically um I think it's a little bit like I thought we had like an agreement that even though we loved each other, we would never do this because we both cared about Eliza too much. And now I see that you've just gotten cheated with somebody else is like her avowed truth of that song, even though she's singing like, um, and then like even the line in, uh, in, in Burn, uh, when, uh, when Eliza's like, uh, you know what Angelica said when she read what you'd done? She said, you'd married an Icarus, you've flown too close to the sun. Which is like just such, I feel like an Angelica thing to say. Yeah. Like, just, yeah. So I think that she is very reactionary and that whole situation around the affair with Angelica is not very logical or Ravenclaw, like way to handle it. Right. <laughs> so, Yeah. And even like her like hero complexing at the beginning, like her not wanting to be with him, you know, I have to like, I'm the one that has to, you know, for my family, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah. Holding that says Gryffindor. Who do you want to do next? I think I have Lafayette. Sorry, I, I don't know. I my order is like from like What? I just I just saw who I cast as Lafayette. Oh wow! Sometimes I troll myself. Okay, um, Lafayette. I don't know. I guess like Gryffindor. <laughs> like, yeah. I would say Gryffindor probably well we only really see him like in the heat of battle like wanting to go fight like it's hard to like know what he's like not in that way yeah because he I mean we like get a line about him yeah I think he's a Gryffindor he likes to have a good time he likes yeah maybe a Hufflepuff Maybe, yeah, maybe he's just really chill. Yeah, I think so, especially if he, like, wasn't mad at Hamilton for um, turning his back on the French in Act 2. I don't know if he was or not. I don't know. They don't tell us that side of the story, but what we do know is that Hamilton responds with a really mature response, which is, and uh, Lafayette was my friend, and before he was your friend, he was mine. So there. <laughs> so thanks Hamilton for that. We all really appreciated that really witty and uh, mature comeback for your age, which was he was my friend first. Thank you. So like in those moments, I obviously see where you mean, where you like get Gryffindor from. He certainly behaves. Yeah. Like I was going based off behavior, but I forgot like my own sorting way was to talk about like what they value. No, I think that I think the happy medium is the best way to sort him because there's no like like I can't ignore his like Gryffindor behavior. Right. <laughs> no, I think I think that's right. I think that's right. Sorting out chats, thank you for the assist. 
also we don't get in the books like a good example of that kind of Slytherin yeah except Except for maybe Slughorn a little bit and Bellatrix I think she's like very reactionary and like bold (laughs) and um that has Slytherin motivations um George Um, General General Washington General Washington or do you want to do TJ Thomas J Thomas J (laughs) I think Jefferson's a Slytherin also oh yeah or Ravenclaw but like mostly Slytherin yeah um I think he has some Ravenclaw moments for sure I always find his reaction to the affair really interesting like he's like respectful kind of like Hamilton you he's like oh no oh okay well I'm not gonna say anything I didn't know you had it in you (laughs) that's basically like his response (laughs) Which to me feels very Ravenclaw. Like, he's like, I'm not going to use this. Like, fine. Like, yeah. we all have our little dalliances. <laughs> like, come on, Burr. Um, That's a low blow. Yeah, Burr sucks there. But, well, we both know what we know. Shut up. Bert. I know what you know. But they don't know that we know that you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think Jefferson really tips the scale for Slytherin to me with his like showiness like he's like a very like braggadocious like center of attention kind of Slytherin but mostly just because of his like entrance like what did I miss like, yeah, I just yeah. feel like he he has that like uh charismatic Slytherin kind of vibe I'm trying to think if he like is trying to be like kind of sly with his plan and I feel like he's not like he's kind of like this is like the deal but he's not really doing it in a Ravenclaw way like I feel like when they're actually doing their argument Hamilton's like using Ravenclaw logic with like the whole treasury plan and he's respond like um Jefferson's kind of just like well we're the best because we're the south like that's his whole response right which, which I feel very very important uh yeah and he's and when he's like um what was I gonna say what does he do he does something else um oh he's when like, when Burr becomes second when he wins the presidency and okay. he's like um He's like, uh, Burr's like, I look forward to um, running the country with you as your vice president. And then Jefferson's like, ah, you thought you ran against me and you think you're going to be my vice president? No. And then Burr's like, that's traditionally how it's done. And then he's like, oh, you know how I can fix that? Because I'm the president. Very Slytherin. Very Slytherin. It's amazing. <laughs> I forgot um, about because I when I re-listened I didn't get to like very far in the second act and I forgot about his whole like journey as um like running for office and stuff. Oh Hooper or Jefferson. Jefferson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um do you want to do Mr. Lawrence? Sure. 
Um, I think Lawrence is a Gryffindor. Yeah. He's like, I'm I mean, gonna duel. Yeah, he literally says, I'm, I'm gonna Julia. I'm gonna Julia, Julia good. And then he, Julia, Julia bad. Julia bad. Yeah, he did good. Philip didn't do so well. No, Lawrence dies too. Well, they yeah, but not in the duel. He just dies in battle. Oh, like, yes, yes, yes. In battle, in battle. You're right, you're right. Um, um, Hercules Mulligan. Wait, All you, of the I feel like are. Well, he's a, I feel like he's, well, he's playing two sides. He's their inside man on the British. Right. So I don't know if that would really be Gryffindor. Like, I guess like kind of by default, it's Slytherin-y to be like a double agent, but. I said he is a Hufflepuff because he's a tailor. What? <laughs> he says, I'm a tailor as a princess. I didn't know that. And he, and he points to his pants and he's like, I made these. I missed that lyric. It's so cute. But no, you're right. He's a spy. I actually like in, in my casting. I <laughs> I had to go back and recast after that. Because um, I was like, I don't remember who this guy is. Hercules Mulligan. You knocked me down. I did the fuck. Yes, the best little verse in that song. My friends and I used to say. Um, but he's so hot as Hercules Mulligan with that like deep voice in that verse and his like, I was a tailor and a spy. And then when he becomes Madison, he's like not hot at all. Couldn't know. Who are you? Wouldn't want to see you. Never what? again. Is James Madison like um, a muggle? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, James Madison. He's like super weak sauce. He is super weak sauce. We know. He's we very know. loyal to um, Jefferson. Yeah, he is. Maybe sure he's is. like a Hufflepuff. Oh, are we doing Madison now? Yeah, I just since we were talking about the other Hufflepuff pass. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't even. Yeah, I. I they kind of Ravenclaw. I think, yeah, maybe, yes, yes. Actually, I think he, he does give me Ravenclaw vibes. It's very logical. Okay. He's, like, not kind enough to be in Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, we skipped George Washington. George? Oh, we skipped him. Yeah. I think George Washington is a Ravenclaw. Okay. Cool. I don't think the historical figure George Washington is probably a Ravenclaw, but I think for the use of our of the musical, he is a Ravenclaw character. Yeah. He's very level-headed and logical. I I don't know what he was like. He could have been a Ravenclaw IRL. Yeah, I have no idea. He He's was like the a first war- president. <laughs> yes, he was. Um. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, he is very, like, level-headed. I hadn't really given it much thought. Um, 
cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cooly booly. When I saw Hamilton, which was not that long ago, George Washington was our favorite uh, act, singer, actor in it. Oh, that part is just, I'm so glad that you guys got a good one because that part just carries carries the show like if you have a good George Washington I feel like your heart just really connects with the show like his last song in um act two or whatever one last time crowd went like fucking bananas like more than they did at the end of act one it's so good there are so many show-stopping numbers about musical you know what I think Hamilton's good pretty good it gets pretty good um did you were you saying king george yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know i think he's a slytherin gryffindor i think maybe just a gryffindor yeah especially the way he's written in the musical yeah like he's not he's not doing enough action to say he's a Slytherin right awesome wow (laughs) although he is kind of like Draco Malfoy book three (laughs) yeah that's what I'm saying he's like he has such like Slytherin vibes but he's a Gryffindor (laughs) no I definitely think he's more of a Gryffindor in the in the musical it's just so like I will not that this is Slytherin, but like I will kill your friends and family to remind you of my love, la, 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 which is just like very manipulative and low-key evil. The manipulation is very Slytherin. But I know, I I I think it's more fun to put him as Gryffindor. Yeah. And then we can just say he's killing friends and family in a way that's like a very like the great I don't know if you watched that show the great no okay well that character he's very evil Nick Holt (laughs) Nicholas Holt's character yeah but I would say like he's more of a Gryffindor evil because he's just so reactionary he's like oh my god I hate you I shot you in the head should I feel guilty I don't King George Gryffindor um young yeah. philip hamilton oh i think he's gotta be a griff he's gotta be like a baby griff a baby for griff. sure just trying to make his papa proud stop oh my gosh eliza's scream Ugh. um and then we just have Peggy, who we don't know anything about, and Maria Reynolds. Squib. Maria? No, Peggy. Oh, yeah. Maybe. She's a squib, but she's not too upset about it. Yeah, I'm going to give her Hufflepuff with uh, yeah. Eliza. Uh, little, little, little Miss Helga, she took the rest, didn't she? And Peggy, she just is the rest. I'm going to say Mariah Reynolds is a Slytherin because I think she knew what she was doing. Yeah, I think she played, played them. 
Like, I think she probably did need to get out of her bad situation, but I do think also separately she was manipulating him in order to get out of that situation. Yeah, she used him. I mean, she might have genuinely liked him too, but she right. still yeah. took advantage. All right. Wow. There's nothing like sorting on the podcast. In the pod where it happens. Pod where it happens. <laughs> so give us your thoughts, your um, your argument for argument's sake on these lovely characters. Yeah, did you disagree with us on any of them? Tell us. And um, stay tuned for part two where we do some fun casting. And let me tell you, it's going to be all over the fucking It's all over the place. It's wild. You don't want to miss it. Let me tell you, my brain pretty much exploded. I just reread all of mine for act and I was like, these are terrible, but whatever. Look, I'm ready to go to bat for my cast. We're just all going to have to suspend some disbelief. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. This has recently been changed, but just so you know the extent of how crazy this could get, there was a time when I cast mother and son opposite each other to play um, romantic interests. I've, I've yet seen the errors, since seen the errors of my ways, and that is no longer the case. But uh, just know you don't want to miss next episode, okay? Okay. I don't want to miss that. Um, All right. Well, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba-bum, bum, bum, bum.